Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Harry Pell, and today we are studying Masachet Psachim Daf Kuf Bet, that's Tractate Psachim Daf 102, and for today's learning, we will focus on a brighta that is brought towards the bottom of 102a, Kuf Bet Amud Aleph, introduced by the technical term Tanu Rabbanan. This indicates that what we are about to read is a brighta and holds the authority of having been authored in the Tanaitic period, but was nevertheless not included when the Mishnah was edited and codified, so it holds less authority than a Mishnah. Still, being examined a hundred or hundreds of years later during the Amoraic period, unless it is specifically contradicted by a Mishnah, a brighta is considered authoritative. And anytime you see the words Tanu Rabbanan, as I said, with very, very few exceptions, you know that what you are about to get is this brighta, specifically one that begins with an anonymous statement. Tanu Rabbanan. B'nei Chavura shahayu mesubin v'kadash alehen hayom, mevi'in lo kos shel yain v'omer alav kedujat hayom, v'sheni omer alav birkat hamazon. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. So the rabbis taught in this brighta anonymously, if a group of people was reclining together, enjoying a meal, and Shabbat began, Kadash Alehen Hayom, the day became sanctified before them, they bring a cup, presumably a cup of wine, he says on it, Kiddush, a second cup is brought, on which he says, Birkat Mazon, these are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. So in this situation of a group gathered to eat a meal on a Friday afternoon, similar to what we saw in Daf Kuf, Daf 100, two days ago, if Shabbat begins while the group is still reclining, meaning still enjoying the meal, according to Rabbi Yehuda, two glasses of wine should be brought to the leader of the group. The first should be brought, presumably as soon as Shabbat has started, and the meal is interrupted to recite Kiddush over this glass, and then later, a second glass is brought at the end of the meal, and Birkat Mazon, the grace after meals, is recited over the second glass, again, at the natural conclusion of the meal. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Ochel veholech ad shach. And we flip the Amud and continue. Gamru, kos rishon, mevarech alav birkat hamazon, v'hasheni, omer alav kedushat hayom. Rabbi Yossi, as he did two days ago, disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda. He says, no, no, no. If you're already eating your meal on a Friday afternoon, you continue. Ochel v'holech ad shetech You should continue eating even until it gets fully dark, meaning it's really Shabbat. Gamru, when they finish the meal, kos rishon mevarech alav birkat hamazon. The first glass that's brought birkat hamazon, the grace after meals is recited on it. Vasheni, and the second glass, that's the one that you two Kedushat Hayom, that you recite Kiddush over. So, we see that Rabbi Yehudi is still agree, disagreeing with Rabbi Yehuda. He would have you bring out the two glasses of wine, yes, but he would use them in the opposite order. He sees no need to interrupt the meal, so he would use the first glass of wine to recite Birkat Mazon at the natural conclusion of the meal, and only then use the second glass to recite Kiddush well after Shabbat has actually begun. Later, Probably generations later, a new question was asked. Why not recite both brachot on the same glass of wine? So the Gemara continues, Amai, why? Why do this? Let's say both of them, both blessings, achada on achad on one kasa, kos, on one cup. The answer to this comes from Rav Huna 
in the name of Rav Sheshet. Amar Rav Huna, Amar Rav Sheshet. Ein omrim shtei kedushot al kosechad. According to Rav Huna, in the name of Rav Sheshet, we don't ta- say two sanctifications, two blessings, two recognitions of the day on one kos. My Tama, what's the reason? Amar Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak, according to Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak, lefisha enosin mitzvot chavilot chavilot. It's because we do not make mitzvahs into bundles. So you see, according to Rav Huna, in the name of Rav Sheshet, quoting ultimately Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak, we respect individual mitzvot as individual mitzvot, and we don't bundle them or combine them. Except, sometimes we do. The Gemara continues, Vilo, we don't do that? Is that really so? Vihatanya, didn't we teach in a brighta? Haniknas leveto bemotzei Shabbat, mevarech al hayain, ve'al hama'or, ve'al ha'besamim, ve'acharkach omer havdala al hakos. Didn't we teach in a brighta that an individual who comes back into his house at the end of Shabbat, but presumably the beginning of a holiday, blesses over the wine, and the light, the candles, and the besamim, and makes havdalah, and as the sprite continues, ve'im ein lo el and if he only has that one kos, actually what he should do is, manicho la'achar hamazon, u'mishal shalan kulan la'acharav. Actually, he should take that kos, he should put it to the side while he has his yantif dinner, and after that, he should recite on it kiddush, and Havdalah, and all of the other brachot as one package. So maybe, apparently, we do combine blessings over a single cup of wine. But the Gemara points out that is a different case. Ein lo shane. A case where you don't have enough wine to go around, a case of ein lo is shane. It is shone. It is different. It is categorically different such that we actually apply to it a different set of halachic reasoning. But what about this statement of Rav that's about to come up? Veha, yom tov shechal yodachar shabbat, ve'amarav yud kuf nun hey. What about a case of a yom tov that happened at the end of Shabbat, the same situation that Shabbat is ending, requiring havdalah, even as we're about to go into a yom tov, and this is a case of itle, a case of he has theoretically enough wine, Nevertheless, Rav said to do the brachot in the following order using the initials Yud for Yain, Kuf for Kiddush, Nun for Ner, the candle, and He for Havdalah, the Havdalah blessing. It seems that Rav is actually advocating that we make Kiddush and Havdalah over the same cup of wine in a situation that he has clarified as being a case of Itlay, where he has enough. But no, the Gemara continues, that's not really the case. How do we know that that's not the case? Amri midlo amarzman miklal devashvi ishal pesach askinan dechol mai dahava leachel le velet le. Actually, since that combination of brachot that Rav encouraged us to combine didn't include shehachianu, we can assume that Rav was talking about the end of Pesach, according to the words of the Gemara itself. Midlo amarzman because he didn't say time, meaning he didn't say shehachianu. That's proof that we're dealing with the seventh day of Pesach. And the seventh day of Pesach comes at the end of a holiday. It's a time when we don't recite Shechianu, but it is a time when we might have actually run out of wine, or be close to it and have only one cup left, making this evidence equally inconclusive. This might still be a case of Einlo, a case where he doesn't have enough wine, and therefore it would be Shane. But we have more evidence, and maybe more helpful evidence. Veha Yom Tov Rishon. 
Deitlei, Vamar Abaye, Yud Kuf Zain Nun He, the Rava Amar, Yud Kuf Nun He Zain. What about Yom Tov Rishon, the first night of a festival occurring at the end of Shabbat, but the beginning of a holiday when presumably we have plenty of wine to go around? Deitlei, Sheyeshlo, that he has enough. Abaye says, this is the order of blessings you should do. Yud, which stands for Yain, so we make the bracha over the wine. Kuf, Kiddush, we make the Kiddush. Zain, Zman, that's Shechianu. Nun, that's Ner, the candle. And only then we would do Havdalah. Rava disagrees about the order. He has us do it Yud, Kuf, Nun, Hei, Zain. He would also start with the Yain, with the wine. He would also continue with the Kiddush with the, the blessing and sanctification of the day of Yom Tov that's starting. He would then go to the Nair, to the candle, followed by the Havdalah, and only finishing with the Zayn, which stands for Zman, which is Shechianu. There's a lot of potential reasoning about why they would disagree about the order of the blessings. But what Rava and Abai both seem to be agreeing on is that even in a situation of plenty, such as the beginning of a holiday, at the conclusion of Shabbat, but the beginning of a holiday, when theoretically you have plenty of wine on hand, you can still combine the brachot of Kiddush and Havdalah on one cup. So we can combine brachot. We can combine mitzvot into bundles. Until the final word on this daf. Ella, Havdalah v'kiddush, chada miltahi. Birkada mazon v'kiddush, tre mile ninhu. No. Kiddush and Havdalah, they both recognize the same thing. They are both sanctifications of time. They are essentially the same thing, and that's why they can be combined. In literal words of the, of the Gemara, Havdalah v'kiddush, chada miltahi. They are one word, one concept, one thing. Birkada mazon v'kiddush, tre mile ninhu. Grace after meals and kiddush are two words or two things. They, the Birkat HaMazon offers thanks for food, not recognition of time. They're two different concepts. They cannot be combined. So in the end, generally speaking, we can't double dip when it comes to mitzvot and glasses of wine, except, of course, if the two brachot are closely related, like Kiddush and Havdalah, both of which ultimately boil down to the sanctification of time through our words as recited over a glass of wine. In other situations, though, we don't make mitzvot into bundles. We keep each bracha separate, even if it means two separate glasses of wine. Thank you and Yishar Koch. I hope you enjoyed today's daily daf differently. Looking forward to sharing more of Masachet Pesachim with you tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.